for the revival. What is up, everybody? Uh, it's your boy, Mr. Class Half Full. I got a very special episode today. You, you, you may come here for, for football stuff. You may come here for entertainment. But don't forget, we're a New York sports podcast here, all right? And I, I'd be I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Yankees baseball. If they're the only team that's still got a shot at this thing, right, <laughs> in New York. So let's, let's, let's try to pump us up a little bit. We're going to talk um, Yankee baseball with a very special guest that I'm bringing to you today. Um, none other then Eric Hubs from Barstool, short short porch pod, round of applause, sir. How we doing? How we doing? What's Off happening? Board. What's <laughs> happening? Uh, <laughs> what, a, what an introduction! Like he's the only one still has a shot. Well, yeah, the Mets treated everyone, so that's quite the bar <laughs> that the Yankees have. It's like it's the other the other team has no MLB players left, and uh, <laughs> no one, and they have no hope for the season. So sure, they have a shot. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's a sad state of affairs, right? Because like we both went into the season. High hopes, as usual. Yankees, I feel like you guys always have those high hopes, like, right? Like for the Mets, we we rarely have these high hopes. We went three fifty million in, and now we, we're you know we we like you said we're running out. Uh, tri- not even AAA guys at this point. Um, Yanks, man, listen, we I want to talk to you about uh, the the whole state of affairs. But first, give me Hubs's thoughts right right now as it stands. How what's your vibes on the Yankees and everything that's going on, man? I give it give us your best your best shot. Give us your best shot. I, I know it's rough. It's not good. We're coming. Yeah. We're recording this just after Anthony Rizzo goes on IL for a concussion that he's had for two months that everyone in the world could have seen coming, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> he's reportedly like been waking up hungover. Basically, he's that concussed, and the Ooh. team didn't think two ways about it. Yeah, yeah, just keep running him out there. He even reported like dizziness, like fogginess this weekend. They played him two more times. It's a special. Special franchise right now. Uh, um, where, where's your frustration yeah. meter at? One to ten uh, at this point. Fifteen. Yeah, through the roof. Right. I got you. I mean, think about it. Right. Think about it. Garrett Cole is the front runner for the Cy Young, having a masterful season. A season that should go down. Should go down. Uh, in one of the greater pitching performances an individual has ever had for the Yankees, <laughs> and this is coming on the cusp of an Aaron Judge 62 home run season, and it's both are just going to be wasted. And it's like Unreal. it's that because of how poorly constructed the roster is from Cashman and how he lets his ego get in front of things. And, you know, he he has to keep riding out and hope that things are going to turn around because the players are who he thought they were when they're not. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're in a pretty bad spot. Uh, there's not a lot of glimmer of hope here um, unless things magically turn around with these guys like they they hope they will. They didn't do anything at the deadline inexplicably by herself didn't either. Not an option, and they and they still chose it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's bad, it's man. It, I, for the first time in a long time, definitely as a, being an adult. Yeah, I have no interest in going to the Yankee Stadium in August and September. I was, I just you couldn't. I, I had a buddy ask me to go for this race series that just happened. I said no. It's like I have no interest, man. You could, you generally couldn't drag me there. I don't. It's just gonna make me sad. Like I already yeah. watched them every day. I'm never gonna not watch them right. stick in the head like that. But, but you. Going there is and is a special kind of just like you. You are a masochist if you're going to Yankee Stadium right, right now, and you right. truly like some people go as a social event, and I get that. Yeah, you go booze you know, with your boys, you, sure, right? No problem. You go to Billy's before you have a few. You know, you spend the day at the park, no problem. But if you're right. going there as a fan, expecting <laughs> them to perform, you are a masochist right now. So that's 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 the state of the Yankees right now. That's how I feel. 
it's 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 going to be a ghost town in in both stadium, uh, both parks, um, both city and Yankee Stadium for all of August. And I don't know about you, I'm a football fan. I was like, just get me to the middle of August or, or like the end of, end of August, and I could I could work my way through the rest if if you guys are in contention. But the fact that you know, I mean, listen, we're acting like the Yankees are so far out. Realistically, it, it's so funny. It's like your season's you're acting like the season's dead. It's three you guys three and a half out when it comes down to it, and you got Boston yeah. and Toronto in front of you. So it's like. While it feels like 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 the doom and gloom right now, one winning streak, you know, a judge a, a hot week, and and you know, Garrett Cole. You sound like well, the front office. I know, I know. Listen, I know. All right, all right. Let's go to the front office now. Let's talk cash. The signs are coming out. The chance of being heard in the stadium pretty loud and clear now because I feel like the seams are a little bit more dead, and like you, you hear the chance a little bit more fire cash. But how long is his leash for Hobbs? How long is his leash right now? Two years ago. <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah, they, they've right. they've gone. He he said they needed a left fielder for three years, and they still don't have one. Like the two guys who they went into the season as the left fielders were Aaron Hicks and Oswaldo Cabrera, and Oswaldo just came back up from the minor leagues because Rizzo was on the IL with a concussion, wow. and Aaron Hicks and the Orioles also on the IL. But like they're they they've never seriously addressed left field in the last three years. Like they tried Gallo, they tried Benintendi, and then like those failed. They're like. I don't know. We'll just run these guys. Now we're playing infielders in the outfield. So it's just like, it's impossible to keep running it back like they do. It's literally generally the definition of insanity and they keep doing it. Um, And to not even, you know, address it and to say you're all in at the deadline and, Mm. uh, you know, uh, they stayed the course and all this. And then dial it even further back. Like to get swept by the Astros in the ALCS mm-hmm. and get embarrassed uh, after they just got by the Guardians, like by the skin of their teeth, and the and you could see the offense was a problem. The offense in the second half last year was a problem. So what did they do in the offseason? They re-signed Aaron Judge because you quite literally had to to save the fan base. Right. You paid Carlos Rodon, a pitcher, and I know he's not off to a good start. I don't think he'll be that bad. I think he'll turn it around. But they right. didn't. They didn't do anything to the offense that needed improvement. Fast improvement across the board. I didn't do one thing. It's wild. It's like they have blinders on. You know, the Aaron Judge blinders. They're like, we have to get this done. And, like, they totally forgot about, like, hey, what was the actual problem here? It wasn't that, like, you know, Judge was – we're going to bring Judge back, yes. But let's let's give him some help. And it's it's wild to think about, man. I mean, it's funny because, again, I, I'm a Mets fan. The Mets did the same exact thing. They had, a, they had a bad offense that was surrounded by Pete, basically, carrying the whole offense. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Let's just hope for the best next year. Maybe these rookies will come up in it. Like, that you had to have a better strategy than that. Than that. Um, yeah, I think know, another part yeah. of it, too, I think they neglected to see how many flaws Aaron Judge covered for the team. Like, he right. comes off the 62, 62 homer MVP godlike season that will live in infamy, you know, that, that will live in Yankee history forever. Um, right. But without him, there's nothing. And yeah. you take him out for two months like they just did or whatever, however long it was, and you see nothing. Like that's yeah. what's, what that's how important he is. That's why it was so imperative to sign him. But to just sign him wasn't enough. They needed more. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. you look across the league and most premier hitters on each team have a second premier hitter with them. Right. And for the Yankees, that's Anthony Rizzo and Giancarlo Stan. Rizzo's fine. Like, yeah. Barring this concussion, his first two months were good, but yeah. there needs to be another level of hitter. Did also, they think with DJ, 
Did they think DJ was going to be that? That like they well, just like not, them he's not bets. that level of a hitter. He's not that yeah, level of right. a hitter. Right. Right. You know he he's fine. Like he's he's been fine since the All Star break. Like he's yeah. he's had a little bit of a resurgence here, but right. like John Carlos cooked for the most part. Like he, mm-hmm. he can't consistently be that guy. So there needs to be a different person in there, and they just don't acknowledge that. Maybe this off season is the off season. They're like, okay, well we're we screwed ourselves. What's the only way out of this? Right. Let's buy a bunch of people again. Like we didn't know eight. Like that's yeah. really it because a lot of these contracts are still there for a little bit. DJ, uh, GJ Rizzo's on for another year. Mm-hmm. Stands on for four more years. Like yep. you can't really, no one's trading for these guys and taking them off your, yeah. your, your you're stuck you know, in hell, right? You're right. So the only, way, the only way out of it is to do it the old Yankee way. And it's to buy everything. Yeah. And yeah. I hate saying this as a fan, cause it, it, it makes me come off as arrogant and like spoiled. No, but right. also Yankee fans are spoiled and, and that's just who we are. And yes. they are worth seven, $8 billion. That's the only way out of this. It's the only way to salvage right. judge and Cole's prime and not waste it is to do yeah, that. Do, will no, they do it? No. Right. Well, th- there's nobody coming to save them from the minors either. Right. Like you got, you got some, uh, like a couple of names down there, if I'm not mistaken, but like, no, no, like powerhouse that the bat that's coming through. That's going to no. like, you're going to hinge your no, hopes. They on, got, right? I mean, Jason Dominguez is going to be Dominguez. the name that everyone throws out, but I, I think he was over, you know, grossly overhyped by Jeff Passan in that article that compared him to Bo Jackson and Mickey Mantle and whatever. Wow. He's going to be a really nice player, but he needs he needs time. Like, I don't like, even know. Yeah. It, he might be like a second half of next year type of guy, if not mm-hmm. just 2025 in general. Like uh, Spencer, almost, Jones, like, right? Spencer Jones is a nice guy at Vanderbilt they drafted. Um, he's got a mm-hmm. ton of power from the left side. They compare him a lot to, you know, Judge's physique. He's not Aaron Judge. No one's Aaron Judge, right. but right. – um, you know, uh, Everson Pereira might be a guy you see in the second half this year. Austin Wells is a guy who just got the AAA. He's a nice bat. Yeah, but no one's like – there's no Ronald like, Acuna yeah. coming. Like, right, right. <laughs> the, the the move is going to have to be, and I said this earlier, is they're just going to have to go for Broco Juan Soto. Like, that's quite literally yeah. it. It's the perfect guy. Uh, obviously, it's the perfect guy. It's Juan Soto. Um, but, like, <laughs> yeah. they, you know, in the past, they passed on Bryce Harper. They passed on mm-hmm. Manny Machado. They passed on this whole shortstop class, Corey Seager, all that. And you know what? It's time to just stop <laughs> passing on these guys and just be the Yankees and go get Juan Soto. You need a lefty power bat. It's what the whole franchise is built around with the short porch. Yeah. You don't really have any. Besides Anthony it's Rizzo, you wild. don't have any. So Yeah, you always just you always just know the Yankees would have that bat, and they just it, – it's wild that it's neglected. It, it, it just seemed like such a glaring need. Um, and, and a perfect like like you needed that bat. You needed that that, that person that's going to put some more pop into the, the lineup. And you'd hope that they saw the last two months and they're like, all right, we now like saw, see the light. And like th- maybe this season they kind of thrown away, but you know they're going to go all in because again, if, if they don't go in all in next year, it, it, then what's what comes after that? You have to maybe strip it down. You just got right? so many years of Cole and Judge at this level at yeah. this age before they break yeah. down, and mm-hmm. you just can't. You can't, can't afford to be passive, and you can't afford right. to just like hope. Like I, mm-hmm. I think this, this just has to be the last year of hope, and there's got to be action. Like there right. just has to be legitimate action behind this team, um, and that's what Tommy always was like. Tommy, Tommy's like, man, them being a wild card team does nothing. Like that, that no. just like gives them like fulfilling confidence. Like, hey, this is this team can get on a run here and all that. Right. Whereas them missing the playoffs, maybe below 500, or whatever. If it turns mm. to that. That's that's what gets things changed, but that remains to be seen. And as a fan, I want them to win every night, even as bad as even as angry as I come off. Like I'll I'll shut this off. I'll go home 
We'll see a seven o'clock first pitch against the Astros, mm-hmm. and I will fight tooth and nail in my brain for them to score everyone possible to win this series. And if they do, I'll be in again like a sick, yeah. sick puppy. But it's, it's, it's just, weird, right? It's <laughs> just baseball's, baseball's the most, baseball is the most bipolar sport there is. It is. It's 162 right. games, and they're pretty much 162 individual seasons yes. because it could be so bad the night before. But then the moment that first pitch is thrown the next day and your team scores two runs in the top mm-hmm. of the first or the bottom of the first, you kind of forget it. And you're like, all right. And then you win right. that game. And you're like, okay, that's the team. And then the next you day. You can see a path, right? Right. But then the next day you lose 4 nothing. It's like, well, that sucked. The next right. day, it's just so – like, it's it's crazy. Like any other sport, like at least with football, right? Like you're, you're a big football guy. Yes. You get a week between games. Right. So, like, exactly. it, you get to breathe a little they bit, mean you more. know? NBA is a little spaced out, not entirely. Hockey, same kind of deal. Baseball is 162 games. You are playing almost every day. It yeah. is such a war of attrition on your brain to be a baseball fan. I'm not it's trying to act like a hero for being a Yankee fan and a baseball <laughs> no. fan, but like, man, it is like You're hard right. to keep You're it, right. keep your cool and like try to stay like it's so hard. To, like I couldn't imagine being a player because like you know you go through streaks. Mm-hmm. One like Anthony Rizzo, for example, first two months he's got an eight long OPS. Right. Yeah. And then and then the last two months for Anthony Rizzo, he's got 500 OPS. It's like it is so hard as a baseball player to not get too high, not get too low. Mm-hmm. You have to stay even keel. It's just the name of the game. And as a fan, it's the same thing, too. And it's brutal. 100%. I, and like us, and again, I can only speak for us Mets fans, but we are so like every two game winning streak means like the world to us. Every every three game losing streak, like, like yeah. we, as, as sick as we were, some of me, me and my Mets fans were like, uh, fan friends were like, hey, we sweep the Royals here. You know, we're only two game, two games under five hundred, and you know, we're maybe five five games back in the wild card, and then we got swept by the Royals, and now now we're now it's officially we could you know nail in the coffin. But um, That's it's fine. wild. You're right. Like every week, every game, every series is is just like a, a different beast. Um, all right. So we talked briefly on how little disappointed you were on the trade deadline. We do a game here. How many limes? So uh, you, you know, how many limes in our tequila? We're big tequila drinkers here. How many limes is your is your meter? You have five limes, as drunk as you want. That's good. One lime, you're, you're pissed off. I want to give you one second. A little bit of lime for a good time. That's our friend. That's my buddy Jeff. How many limes for the trade deadline? One to five. How excited were you of Middleton, the only guy that they brought in? I'm gonna have to guess, but I want to so, wait. So five is. Is I'm happy. That was a great line. Drunk time, awesome time. You have a good time. One, you're, you're sober as shit. Don't like anything. Zero. Zero. Absolutely. What does he bring? Does he? Is there any positivity about no, this trade deadline he, for you? He was. He was them just being like, we did a move. Hey guys, we did it. We didn't do nothing. We don't want it. That was them avoiding like the Jeff Passan tweet of like 29 teams traded for somebody. The Yankees right. did it. Like he that, can't. That's tweet what I that. want to say. That took a tweet like, away from Jeff Passan. That's basically right. it. Let, let me twist this a little bit, Ben. Are you glad they weren't full buyers then? No. Like they, you I wanted you them, to do, them gone in. I wanted them to do one thing or the other. Gotcha. If gotcha, you gotcha. believe this team has a chance at the playoffs, make them better. And then gotcha. now we have a better chance. And then that also instills belief in the clubhouse. The Rays, sure. when they got Aaron Savali the other day, they asked Brandon Lau in the clubhouse, like, Hey, what was the vibe when you guys got Savala? And they're like, we were fired up. Like the front office believes in this. And they think right. he can make us better and help us push towards a World Series. Like we're fired up. And, and then they take two or three from us. It's like it, it can galvanize a clubhouse. True. And then, true. so at least you're doing something there. And I'm not saying to go get Juan Soto at this deadline. Like, and, like just get something. 
just improve this lineup in some fashion. And uh, and then the other side would be selling, <laughs> and that's at least you would include that too. <laughs> you're acknowledging right. a problem, and you're trying to address it. And and then people, the counter to that would be like, what are you selling? You know, Harrison Bader, IKF, Wandy Peralta were the one-year mm. guys, and Severino, right. but no one's taking Severino. Those no. are the one-year guys. You're not going to get a lot for those guys, no doubt. But at least you're getting like a little bit back. And if you, you have, go step yeah. further, you have Clay Holmes and you yes. have Labor Torres uh, to sell off, who are uh, and who uh, are under contract through 2024. Right. And you look at like what is a, what is a, a bad baseball team need the least? A closer. Clay <laughs> yeah. Holmes had it, um, until Clay nice. Holmes pitched last night when the game was out of hand. They literally just pitched him because they hadn't pitched in a week because they haven't mm -hmm. been in safe situations because they haven't been winning. So it's like the I love Clay Holmes, but the, the one thing right. the Yankees have proven they can do well is turn no-name relievers into yes. premier arms in the bullpen. You saw it, Facts. case in point, with Clay Holmes. <laughs> so, like, that's the one thing I believe they can do because Matt Blake is really good at his job. They're good right. at developing these arms. Good for them. They can't do it offensively, but at least they can do it with the pitching. Paul Sewell went for a haul at the deadline. Dude. Clay Holmes is more valuable than Paul Sewell. And you could have absolutely gotten something if you went that direction. And if you go you got two pieces for Robertson, a 38-year-old Robertson, like you got you can get two pieces. Doesn't matter who's really, inspiring like, yeah. too, Robertson. Right. Well, right. you have another year, he's healthier and he's better. Would have got something. Uh, you could have you could have gotten a really, really nice piece for Clay Holmes. Yes. And the yes. other guy would be Glaber Torres, who I, I don't hate. Some people think I hate Glaber Torres, but I acknowledge that the Yankees have not had any contract negotiations with him to this point. Mm -hmm. That just tells me, hey, you better get something for this guy before you <laughs> right. let him walk. And right. if the season's going nowhere and the Miami Marlins want Glaber Torres, we're going to deal for him mm -hmm. and go mm -hmm. let him be a, a player somewhere else where they can compete you know, better for a playoff spot. And then right. you get prospects back for him. And it's not like you don't have a guy to replace him. You got Oswald Peraza sitting down there ready to go to be the second baseman. Or if he wants to play shortstop, then you move Volpe to second, which is probably right. his real position. So like, there was moves to make. On either side, buy or sell, and they just chose to not do anything, and that is half infuriating. Measured, it's bro. one move, it's not even half measured. It's no, yeah, you're it's right. No measured. It's like <laughs> it's like half measured is what they usually do, which it's, isn't the right course yeah. of action. But half right. measured is throwing IKF in left field with Jake Bowers, two guys who are infielders playing the outfield. That's half measured addressing a problem at thirty percent mm. instead of one hundred percent. They didn't even do didn't that do at the deadline. Like they didn't do that. They just like well, we're good. Let's speak to this, uh, and you can you can speak to this more than I do. The, the rumors here is, is that Cash want to sell, and Hal want to 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 keep the the, the, the fans in the seats. Yeah, bullshit or not, bullshit or not, in your in your in your mind, bullshit. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, trying to give Cashman any sort of credit. I, yeah, I, it wouldn't shock me if Hal was like fully against it because you know he's too arrogant. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cashman drops the ball there, no doubt. Yeah, and, and 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 even if even if that was the case, there's no reason to not buy a little bit though. Like, there's right. a, standing pat and doing nothing is not the answer. There's that's not an it's option. A slow death. They chose that as an option. <laughs> right, right. Uh, all right, <laughs> I got throw a little. I, I told you I'm gonna throw you softballs, but this might be a little bit less of a softball. Uh, sum up Domingo German's season <laughs> in one word. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Roller coaster. Um, it's got to be roller coaster. I feel for him, man. Uh, alcohol addictions, no joke. Um, he's got some demons. The stories, you know, they're coming out of. You know, he he was belligerently drunk on Tuesday night in the Tuesday yeah. evening in the, in the in the clubhouse, and 
if you watch Cole's press conference yesterday, he looked pretty shaken up and like, like there was some serious, like that's, that's scary. Um, yeah. And you hope like nothing happened with his family. And then right. you go back and you look like it's a dude who threw a perfect game this year. This is also Wild. a dude who gave up. This is also a dude who gave up like 15 or 15 runs and back-to-back starts. And this is also a dude that was suspended for 10 games for sticky substance. It's like, man. And then you that's... go back even further with the domestic violence stuff a few years back before right. that. It's like, this guy's, it's a lot going on, man. I yeah. just hope, I hope from a human side, he's able to pick himself up and uh, the rehab works and kind of hope CC reaches out to him and because uh, CC really right. turned around his life after being in a really bad spot. So I think CC can, can do a whole lot for Domingo. Uh, you almost, you almost, you almost can't even talk about the baseball side of it because it's so serious. What, what he's he was like belligerent, on. right? Like he was blacked out. That's, I, that's I, what Martino's saying. It. It's just, it's just sad and it's, it's horrifying. And um, you get that report, you know, you get that push notification. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like right. as if this team couldn't take another hit like that. And, you know, you Murphy's don't, you don't think about it from a baseball side, but like, man, yeah, you're crazy. right. Crazy. Right. Crazy. Uh, all right. So let, let's, let's move it a little bit positive, more positive here. Please. Favorite four core, favorite four core guy. Give it to me. Who, who, who's number one on your mantle? Oh, it's gotta be Jeter. I mean, I grew up yeah. like, I grew up everything, every, everything I did. Didn't even have to be on a baseball field. It could be like how I raised my hand in class. I was like, I want to do this. How Jared Jeter gives to your girlfriends. Hand. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> like I, I, but like, I just want to like walk like Derek Jeter, you know, yeah. I just want to say the right things. Like, yeah. Like he was almost like a father figure for young Yankee fans more than people's fathers probably were. Like True. he, he was, he was everything. Like I, you know, yeah. no shame to any of the other core four guys, but no, Derek no. Jeter's Derek Jeter. Like that, that's, that's fair. That's, that's my fair. guy, man. Like people yeah. wore number two for a reason. Like he made wearing number two. Cool. It's it's true. It's true. I, I listen, I, I figured that I, I always wonder if like people want to play the uh, like, um, oh, not devil's advocate, but like want to just go with the, 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 the Cooler answer, maybe like the uh, uh, the Pettit or like you know Jorge because he didn't wear the fucking batting gloves. But listen, as a Met fan, I, I as a young Met fan going through that that time period, I hated Jeter because he just was the, the epitome of like you know. But then I but you could you couldn't hate him. You had to like respect everything that he did because he did yep. went about it in the classiest way. He he was the Eli Manning of like you know of, of the Giants, like just. You can't say one bad word about them. They just they just go about it the right. I way. will say a very stupid thing in my childhood was uh, I was very fast. I still am pretty fast. Probably not anymore. Like I, what I used to I like be, it. but I was I was very very fast. And that was my that was my game in, in baseball playing playing up yep. growing up. Yep. So when Jorge Posada hit a ball on the ground and and didn't come close to beating out a double play, right? That shit infuriated me as a as a young stupid fan. So I had a, out. I had like a little distaste to Jorge Posada like. Obviously, stuck a, a pivotal piece yes. to that team, those teams, and winning all those World Series. But he rubbed me the wrong way with how slow he <laughs> <Yeah>. was as, <laughs> as a fast man. It would infuriate. I would be like, "How?" I, 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 as a kid, I'd just be like, "How could you be that <laughs> slow?" But like, he's a catcher. It's just how he yeah, is, man. Right, he, right. he provides in different ways. But that True. it always rubbed me the wrong way with how slow Harry Posada was. Fair, fair. All right, another question for you. Um, who would you want to party more with, Wade Boggs or David Wells? <laughs> I'll say Wells. Be, I'll say Wells because he was on my podcast. Um, oh, that's awesome! Listen, you can't you you got to throw him bone there. That I respect that. Wells, I just is hear the I hear else. the Boggs stories though. I hear the yeah. Boggs stories. I'm just like, holy shit, this guy was epic. But 
I feel like you know, coming back and throwing throwing the game that he, Wells did after a fucking night out. He fucking threw him back, right? Like he must have threw him back and not worried about. I it. mean, both those guys are drinking you under the table, like a hundred percent. Like you are, you are crippled after that. You were right. in a really bad spot after that. So, um, but yeah, I, I I'd go Wells. I just got to make sure, like, I don't say the wrong thing around him. Like, like yes. I feel like he has his opinions, and if you say the wrong thing, like you lost him. So. Right, um, like keep I, it keep it guys, very PC, right? <laughs> I'll, let, I'll I'll just let him. Oh, I don't let think he's gonna be PC. Right. I don't think he's gonna be no, no, PC not at all. Right, that, that, that's yeah. the PC. I think keep keep it like like about like no. I'm religion. just gonna let him no. lead the way. I'll let whatever exactly. you want to talk about, and I'm just gonna nod my head like that's basically exactly. it. That's, I'm just that's here how for the you party. deal with Dave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, cool, man. Well, listen, uh, I got two. I got a couple more lamps for you, and then we'll end. Uh, we'll end you. Uh, get you yeah. out of here as quickly as possible, but. uh your favorite part of working at Barstool, like uh, give, give us a, a, an inside uh, view of what you guys do there. And, you know, uh, your favorite part about being coming up with, with them and, you know, having a good time and working for such a pretty awesome company. From Yeah. Um, I kind of always say that I have an answer to this always. It's it's and it's kind of cheesy or whatever, but yeah, waking up every day or going to bed the night before and just like being happy you have this job and like, you know, mm -hmm. not resenting the job. I feel like that's so rare. Um, Truth. Like Truth. every job becomes a job at some point, no doubt. And like this yes. one included, but for the most part, like, like my job before this, like that hour and a half bus ride into the city oh. when I was commuting in, it would be like, okay, I can breathe right now. But the moment I walk in there, like I'm just going to be wishing right. until five mm -hmm. o'clock hits or whatever, whenever I'm allowed to leave. Like you don't get that here. Like I stay at home right. ever. Like I, I, you know, I, I am happy to come and work and do my thing every day. And I just feel like uh, I will never take that for granted. And I, um, I just think there's not many jobs out there where you can, where you can say that. Hundred percent, man. Respect that. Like you're, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you grew up like like many other people um, wanting to get into sports, and you're living your dream right now. You know, it, it, it's you can't get better than that. Um, so you know, you I always want, wondered how how it went for you guys and. You know, I imagine it's awesome. Uh, you know, yeah. President, all you guys do a great job out there. We had Clem on the show too. You know, you guys, you're all down ass dudes, which is what I like too. You know, you, that, that's that's what I respect about you guys. Yeah, I didn't know what I was gonna do out of college. Even in college, I had no idea. I was like, how the hell am I gonna end up where right. I want to do? And I didn't even know what right. I wanted to do. But I was like, I want to be, you know, like my whole life, everything I did. You know, people around me were like, you got to do something in sports. Like you're gonna drive mm -hmm. yourself insane if you're not in sports. Yep. Yeah, and then like once you're in college, you're so close to like adult life. You're like, what the hell am I doing? Like, how's this gonna? <laughs> this just this isn't working out. How's it gonna work? Right. Yeah, and you find your way, and man, it's crazy. I, I respect that, man. All right, well, listen, two more Yankee questions, and we're done. Um, actually, hold on, I got one more, one more outside the box here. Go to drink for hubs at a wedding. Give it to me. Oh, what, what's your go to? Old fashioned, easy old, old fashioned, fashion. classy. I like easy it. old fashioned. Like and if I'm gonna do a shot, it's gotta be tequila. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, don't I don't with you, man. don't hand me a <laughs> don't hand me a vodka shot. That's just a terroristic <laughs> oh action. God. I like me Red Bull. I like me Red Bull vodkas. Um, don't hand me a vodka shot. That is the worst yeah. thing you can do. Um, to continue a conversation with me, it's the easiest way for me to walk away. <laughs> right, uh, right, right, I'm done. Tequila with a lime, uh, lime, no problem. Um, done. But uh, yeah, an old fashioned, old fashioned for sure. Um, those will, those, those are my good. I can't think of anything else I would my drink, man. to be honest with you. My yeah. man, that, that I, I appreciate that. I, I'm, I'm on the same boat. All right, listen, we'll round it out with two Yankee questions here. How bad does it need to get for Boone to get shit canned? Uh, like at the end of the season, what, what, what are we thinking? Like, miss the playoffs, 
epic disaster, or is there no scenario where you see that 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 Boone is not back next year? Um, I no, I think this is this. He should have gone two years ago, but um, I think there's a good chance he gets used as the scapegoat for this year, and mm. that's what they pin it all on because Cashman certainly ain't going to take any of the blame. Um, and to an extent. Nice. Like it's not Boone's fault. Like he says some really stupid things that I really John wish Boy he didn't shit. Say. What do you think about the John Boy stuff that just came out? It got a little testy with his boys over there. Like <laughs> I got no problem with it. I, I, you know, a lot of those questions probably more curtailed for the front office than him. Um, usually they talk more like in-game stuff. I feel like uh, yes. you know game decisions, which I'm all about. But like I really didn't know what else Boone was supposed to say there. Not to right. take his side. Like I do like the challenging of them and Yankee fans are angry and they represent Yankee fans right now when doing that show. So I'm fine with it. But um, in terms of what you said about Boone at the end of the year, like I think there's a good chance he's using the scapegoat if they don't like make the ALCS and God, it doesn't really look like they're going to do that. But I, I don't even think winning, a you know, um, getting to the playoffs is enough for him. Uh, yeah. I think, I think Cashman will, will take it out on him and I, I'm terrified of just of just that being it because it's not enough. Like they gotta right. just clean house entirely, man. I I, I hate it. Um, I hate the direction. Cash doesn't have any right? direction, but yeah, I Boone Boone really like. He says some stupid things. He does some stupid things with the with the bullpen and you know lineup decisions. Although we don't even mm-hmm. know how much that actually is of him. It, but at the end of the day, like this roster is so flawed, and right. it's all Cashman. I, I truly wonder, and I, I always think about this, like, I, I do think that MLB managers, I love them, but I, I don't think they, they, like, what's the plus minus from a good manager to a bad manager? Like, well, you know, to like, that extent, and now there are some really good, like, look what Bruce Bochy's doing. There's some good ones. Look what yeah. Bruce Bochy's doing down in Texas. Right, right. right. You know, like, you I'm can talking about, like, because so the front, you know, you have your top ones, right? The top ones that are, that, that they're right. the difference makers. But right. then, like, outside the top three, I feel like you'd, you'd jumble up, like, 20 of them. You're you know? not wrong. You're not wrong, but like, shouldn't the Yankees have a top manager? You're right. You're right on that front. Yes. Like, agreed. But, but like, no, you're, you're not wrong about that. Like, there's only so much a manager can do. But like, there's no Yankee under the Boone era that's ever gotten better under him. And their right. lack of discipline that's... on the base paths. And it's just, and, and the, it, for me, it's about accountability. There's no accountability whatsoever. You can make a base running error or misplaying the outfield. Yeah, he's like, oh, and Boone doesn't like probably say anything to you. I'm like, right. I don't know, man. Like, I, I get that they were so. I guess I get that they wanted an opposite version of Girardi, who was hard on guys. Right? He mm-hmm. he was he went at Gary Sanchez. They went through wars. Those guys. Yes. And they were like, this ain't working. Even though, like, they were game away from the World Series, the closest they've ever been. Like, in, right. in, well, not ever. The closest they've been since that time. Recently. Like Girardi mm-hmm. was. They have gotten further and further away from that moment. So yeah, that's right. That's that, that that's scary. So there needs to be some sort of happy medium, I think, of a Girardi right. and a Boone. You know, you, right. you, I'm, I'm all about players liking you, but there has to be an accountability, you know, presence. The, the, yeah, the player managers are only good when you're winning, right? Like they, they, at some point, you have to you put the W's up. Um, all right, one last listen, one last question here. I'm going to get your uh, final opinion. On the 2023 New York Yankees, do you think this team, Nestor Cortez back, Judge knocking off the rust, Rodon probably knocking off the rust, do you think this team makes the playoffs at the end of the day? Um, I think you will know your answer after this series with Houston. Mm, if they, okay. if they, so um, Saturday, right when Judge yep. ju- judges uh, first win back, great homer, everything looked great. 
It's like, wow. All right. You know, Friday gets shut out with Cole, but like, cool. That's nice. That's what this team should look like. Sunday, they get absolutely drubbed because of yeah. Severino. Monday, complete disaster. Uh, Tuesday, not good. Really, really not good. And then last night on Wednesday, we're back. <laughs> it's not we're back, but it's like, yeah. All right. Well, that's more like Saturday. Right. But then why is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday happening? It's the inconsistency of it. It is Tampa, though, too. Tampa is Tampa right now. So, But you know what? Did you see how many? I don't know if you watched the game yesterday, but they made a lot of mistakes. No, you're they, right. You're Yankees right. Still home they haven't against been them. Tampa. They, on the Little League play, they yeah. – um, I can't through two guys out running the bases that shouldn't have never tried for second base. It's like – True. Tampa's Tampa, but, like, they they're rocked They're falling back a little bit, right? They're, they're, they're coming back down – Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, like – I hear you. It's it's what version of this team is it? Does this team treat these next four days against the Houston Astros at home with, you know, they got Verlander pitching on Saturday and probably Framber on Sunday, Javier's tonight, Hunter Brown's on it. It's not going to be easy. Are they going to show up like they did against McClanahan mm. and, and, and you know, take it to them and, and like, hey, this is go time. Like, this is it. Right. For that, you have to win three or four. Split, losing the series, getting swept, I think pretty much puts to bed like any hope I kind of have of this team. Um, if you take three or four and then you got the White Sox after that, get on a roll. That, and then the schedule really right. isn't that hard. Like they, they they have a favorable schedule the rest of the way. They play some really bad teams. But you need to prove to – I think they need to prove themselves yeah, that they can beat a is. team like Houston. You know, especially with how bad they've looked lately, you lose two series in this big stretch to Baltimore and to Tampa. Take it to Houston if you can. Yeah. And, and, and that will give everyone – okay. Like, there's Don't a reason them. maybe they didn't sell mm-hmm. here. I still wish they bought, but, like, okay, maybe right. these are the guys that can can get on some sort of run. So, to that question, I don't have an answer for you because I don't know what this team is. It's probably a really bad team. The answer is probably no because I don't know if they can catch Toronto. Um, right. It depends. You know, I think they play them one more time or whatever, but, like, that will be huge. Uh, so, she would head-to-head and tiebreakers, but um, – they need to win three or four against Houston. Yeah, you or, see it. God help me, a sweep would be the fucking funniest storyline of the whole year. <laughs> right. Um, but like, it they gotta show up. This is it. Starts just, tonight. Like it starts. I, I just keep, ten, yeah. It starts like tonight. You have to show up yeah, tonight right. against Javier. Hit him and like, okay, wow, what is happening right. here? But in all honesty, probably not gonna happen. So yeah, it's it's a momentum thing, man. And it, again, it, they always say like, momentum as as far as your next best uh, your next pitcher. But I truly believe uh, these teams feed off that. You win one series, it, it goes into the next. The front series office doesn't series. believe that. The front office does not believe in hot and cold. I'll tell you that. It's true. It's true. All right, well, Hubs, I'm gonna get you out of here, man. I appreciate you for giving us a half hour, thirty five minutes of your time. Um, you're you're a gem. Thank you for coming through. Uh, hopefully, listen. Hopefully, we have something later on the season. And uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll come out there and party with you guys to the stadium, and hopefully we're, we're having a couple of drinks. But uh, if not, try and enjoy the rest of your season. I appreciate you again for coming on, man. And um, you, you guys are the best over there, man. Yeah, no doubt. You're good people. Good to talk to you, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. All right, well, I'll let me let you go. And uh, you have a good one, all right, bud? You too, man. Talk to you soon. Take it easy. All right, people. That's it. That's the Yankee talk. I can't, I can't promise you guys that there's going to be more Yankee talk uh, rest of the way, we gotta see something. Like Hub said, we gotta see something quickly again this in this Houston series. So, show us something so we can talk some more baseball here. If not, it's gonna be a long off season, long rest of the season. It's gonna be a uh, probably a ghost town at uh, Yankee Stadium, just like it is at City. So, thank you guys for coming through. We love you, and go cop some merch. Mm-hmm.